Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is calling on all friends of Israel to show their support today. At a time when terrorism and anti-Semitism are at an all-time high, the Jewish people need strong friends like you who will proudly say, I stand for Israel. Go to www.ifcj.org slash blaze to claim your free U.S.-Israeli flag pin today. Wear it as a strong symbol of your solidarity, faith, and resolve. ifcj.org slash blaze. America was founded in large part because of the desire for religious freedom. But it's been 225 years since ratification of the United States Constitution, and now, with the passage of centuries, Americans sometimes take the freedoms they've enjoyed for granted, since they've always had them. There has never been a time in the lives of any American when they didn't have the protection of the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment. It is the first right spelled out in the First Amendment of the document that many Americans still hold dear. Most of the rest of the world, however, can only dream of being able to take such a right for granted. Communism in general has never been friendly to religion, especially Christianity. The communist purge of Christianity began almost immediately with the Bolshevik Revolution of 1918. The once thriving Catholic Church in Russia was all but annihilated after the communist takeover. Atheism became the official state religion. Catholic institutions were dissolved by the Soviet Union, and its property was confiscated under Lenin. And then it got worse under Stalin. It was not just churches that Stalin destroyed. Millions were carted away to the dreaded Gulag camps. Millions more executed. Every man who had signed the last Tsar's death warrant died by bullet. Stalin's enemies included anyone who would remember what happened. Like history itself, they were erased. Between the Soviet Union and the Communist Revolution in China, Christianity was all but wiped off the Asian continent. A fact that may surprise some, even though they used Christianity at first to further their goals, German Nazis planned to eliminate Christianity from the beginning of their movement, just as they did Jews and Judaism. The Nazi leader of the German Youth Corps, which would later be known as the Hitler Youth, said, The destruction of Christianity was explicitly recognized as a purpose of the National Socialist Movement from the beginning, though, quoting still, Considerations of expedience made it impossible for the movement to adopt this radical stance officially until it had consolidated power. Pastor Martin Niemöller, who would later write the famous First They Came for the Jews poem, became outspoken against state control of Protestant churches in 1937 and was arrested. When a judge acquitted him as he left the court, he was arrested again, this time by the Gestapo and sent to a concentration camp where he remained until the end of the war. Most people don't think of that type of persecution as continuing to exist in the world today, except perhaps in the Middle East. But today, in communist North Korea, a nation of 26 million people, there are only 300,000 Christians. Persecution of Christians is worse there than in any other nation on earth, including Islamic countries where ISIS has a significant presence. The persecution of Christians in North Korea is so bad that no one actually knows the exact number of Christians there, as most of them remain silent about their belief. 
And in fact, parents often refrain from even teaching their beliefs to their children to avoid the possibility that their kids might let something slip out about their family's faith around strangers. Admitted Christians in atheist North Korea are arrested and sent to prison camps. Some 50 to 70,000 North Korean Christians are now suffering torture and horrific living conditions every day in North Korean labor camps. In China today, there are believed to be 67 to 100 million Christians in a nation of 1.4 billion people. Christianity there is thriving despite serious persecution. Whereas the number of faithful Christians is diminishing in many parts of the world where there is no threat, the number of the faithful in China is growing rapidly. Proselytizing is illegal in China, yet it's believed that by the year 2030, less than 15 years from now, there will be more than 250 million Chinese Christians. Christians, Buddhists, and Muslims can technically worship as they see fit in China, but in reality, they can only worship on the government's terms. Christians must limit themselves to normal religious activity at the state-backed church. But Communist Party dogma always supersedes religious doctrine, and local party officials decide what normal, end quote, means and what is legal. Churches can be closed and Christians arrested for almost anything that runs afoul of the local Communist Party leaders' whims. So Christians, as well as members of other faiths, usually go about their religious practices very quietly, without drawing attention to themselves. The United States government in past has urged Chinese leaders to be more tolerant of worshipers, to which the Chinese shot back last October, telling U.S. leaders to, quote, stop acting like an international religious police force, end quote. Christians living in Muslim-dominated countries like Iraq and Syria are, of course, under siege as well. Right now, the biggest threat is coming from the terrorist organization ISIS. Uh, they said for Christians, either pay a fee, be Muslims, or otherwise be killed if they don't flee soon. When we arrived at the checkpoint, more than 50 members of ISIS were waiting for us. They said, uh, Nasrani people, meaning Christians, you are welcome. Either we butcher you now, or you become Muslims. They took every single thing we had. They didn't even leave one dinar. ISIS has caused a vast humanitarian crisis in the Middle East. Christians and Muslims alike are fleeing for their lives. In Iraq, where in 2003 there were some 2 million Christians, there are now only an estimated 180,000. Over 90% of the entire Christian population gone. In the city of Mosul, 100,000 Christians fled their homes in one night. For the first time in nearly 2,000 years, there are no Christians left inside Mosul. They take everything from from us, but they cannot to take the God from our hearts. They cannot. During this carnage, Christian girls have been abducted and used as sex slaves for terrorists. In many cases, living conditions for the Christians who have fled have been shocking, with entire families at times taking up residence in shipping containers. 
Open Doors is an agency that serves persecuted Christians around the world. Each year, they compile a list of the countries where persecution is the worst in the world. In 2016, Iraq has moved to number two on the list. Iraq has seen tens of thousands of Christians forced to flee their homes because of the terror of ISIS. Many have been displaced for over a year now, burdened with the struggle of daily living as they face an uncertain future. Eritrea, ranked number three, has had one of the most dramatic jumps in rank. Christians suffer intense persecution in all spheres of life. Believers face violence and imprisonment in horrific conditions, some being locked inside metal shipping containers. Uzbekistan, ranked at number 15, has one of the harshest dictatorships in Central Asia. Because of the constant pressure and surveillance, it is almost impossible for Christians to display or share their faith. With so much going wrong that needs to be righted, with Christians being displaced by the millions, murdered by the thousands, abused, crucified, and used as sex slaves, what has the President of the United States chosen to focus on? And lest we get on our high horse and think this is unique to some other place. Remember that during the Crusades and the Inquisition, people committed terrible deeds in the name of Christ. In our home country, slavery and Jim Crow all too often was justified in the name of Christ. He deflected attention from what is actually taking place right now to debatable historic events from a thousand years ago in Europe and the Middle East. Instead of focusing on the plight of Christians now, the president chose to cast blame on Christians for deeds in the long-distant past, all of which sets the stage for our look at what is taking place today, here in America, and whether those religious freedoms we enjoy and cherish and which protect us from the horrors elsewhere can and will endure. Glenn Beck. You looking to sell your home? At realestateagentsitrust.com, our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com.